5: Here we are, final hour of the program
7: on a Friday night. You okay, Mike? Well, I'm feeling good. You, you sure? You, just you had okay. some
5: flashbacks, man. Yeah,
7: you need some counseling?
5: No, I'm all right. I'll okay. work through it. No, I, I'm going to build right. my uh, boxing thing tomorrow, and I'll work through it. For those unaware of what Lavar references, uh, the end of, uh, well, early in the show, just about 15 minutes ago, talked about the case in Georgia, that peewee football coach who laid hands on the child multiple Slap times a couple of big slaps and now while well, he's banned from coaching lost his job will be prosecuted and in talking about it i i speak from experience of having coaches lay hands on me in that fashion as a kid Oof. and just thinking about it going back I, i'm pretty sure the only time i ever had my quote bell rung was off one of those moves from the coach
7: wow that is sad
5: well, and, I, and and that's probably, not even the half of it. The, you know what, the way they it, talk to kids and and certainly my little brother who decided he no, was gonna play I, baseball instead I of football. I remember the time going after now. them,
7: man. I I know I know about the berating. Well was, not but not not in front
5: of your house when you're not on a football field.
7: No when you're no, playing
5: on, wiffle ball at your front and they're walking home from from work and they start calling you all the names in the book. Oh no
7: you you've had fine a fine representative no nah,
5: well i mean just just some things that single out to, you know recognize that i'm gonna give you a hug man no nah, i appreciate you It that yeah, it's I'm a gra- it's I'm gonna give just you one a of those great big hug mike no i appreciate you know the i'm the, gonna hug
7: all those pains away the from the you, invisible
5: sir. touch right here uh covid <laughs> covid friendly invisible touch just like Genesis saying about. No, it's it's just hey, the Mike, frustration. So when Mike, you see you something like loved. this, no, I appreciate you. you. Okay. No, I I'm, look. I'm not having a, an existential crisis here. Just, it's just more saying. I'm just having it's such sad a good that,
7: time with this because I could see little Mike with his big helmet on and, and <laughs> well, and they had to buy
5: a special helmet. Maybe that's why they went ways, after me.
7: With his big legs, sitting there with goggles on, like he's ready to go, and they and they were slapping you out. Now you made me ride.
5: Rodrigo Blankenship. What are you? What are you doing to me? <laughs> character unto himself the colt kicker uh oh, but yeah you know, just the story that resonated and just brought back some some memories but also just saying look how you know when we do the look how far we've come unless we haven't kind of yeah. moments in these sports and in the world at large
7: so well that one was a setback
5: yeah remi- slapping re- on
7: your kid like that the I'll slapping on a kid that's a setback
5: just a reminder of uh you know, folks that get into communities. Because I, I remember trying to volunteer for coaching before my daughters were born. Uh, we were living in upstate New York, and they had posters all over saying, hey, we need help with youth football. And you couldn't get near a field if you didn't have a kid in the system. Because they just had all the bad assumptions that you would of why does this guy want to come work with kids in a community mm-hmm. and connect the dots there. like Legitimately, I, you know, want to help around and we had a kid on the way, but either way, but then you see some guys that are able to based on whatever is currently on file versus what reality is, right? Cause this is probably not the first time one of the, uh, the players found, found one uh, the the backhand to the, to the helmet. So uh, just a scary, tragic kind of situation in coaching. And we've talked about it, a lot about we on Sunday mornings, we talk a lot about coaching gaffes and bad decisions and, and structure and everything, but certainly nothing uh, to the rising to this level of uh, just really heinous behavior uh, is the A easiest way to say A lot of people
7: are it. really up in arms about it too, man. I mean, the fact that he did it the way he did it says that he was just comfortable doing it. Well, like, oh, that's the thing, he, right? You know, like losing his control is something that he was comfortable doing with those kids, man. That ain't that. That abusive mentality, that abusive behavior, isn't. There's nothing positive. There's nothing that's building. Like, oh, you got to be hardcore and tough with them. Like, you could be hardcore and tough, but being hardcore and abusive is something very, very different. It 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 hits on a very different chord than than mentally training. Young kids to be tough at what it is that they're doing. Yeah, that I mean was, they, that they, was way too far.
1: Yeah,
5: the, at the end, the idea is to build them up, Buttercup. I mean, that's what it's all about. Yeah. I was waiting you to start singing. Uh, he's LeVar Arrington in for Jason Smith. I'm Mike Harmon. Welcome in. Why do you build me up? There you go. Buttercup, baby. Just let me know. Wow, now, now you got... Whoa. Uh, yeah, Then you got yeah. all sad. Uh, at LeVar Arrington on Twitter, at King of the Mammals on Instagram, uh, on Cameo, he'll sing for you. Uh, and then, of course, oh. up on game tomorrow, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 o'clock Eastern, he... T.J. Hushmanzada and Plaxico Burris for two hours of getting you up on game. All these stories. And I don't know, you might hear about that Georgia coach between the three of them tomorrow. We
7: are definitely <laughs> going to talk about the Georgia coach tomorrow.
5: And there you go. So you got a taste of it here. Uh, hear what T.J. and Plaxico uh, want to add to that conversation tomorrow. And and Lavar and I will be back together Sunday might, morning, we 6 we to 8 a.m.
7: We might have to dump on that segment. Well, dump dump button will be ready. Well, I was
5: gonna say, just make sure they're at the ready. No whammy, no whammy, no whammy. Stop Stop. is really where it comes down uh, as you go. So as we get to week fourteen of the National Football League, Levar, we got one game in the books. We've talked about the dominance of the Rams and where they're at. We talked about it a little bit earlier with Jason Cole. Coming up in fifteen minutes, we'll talk to Todd Furman from Vegas. Start getting a little bit of the the gaming edge to this and where some of the data may lean you in terms of making your picks and uh, maybe making a couple of bucks for this holiday season. But the slate is pretty interesting in a number of, of facets. We've got that Kansas city, Miami game that we broke down with Jason Cole, the Tennessee Titans at Jacksonville. Does not look like a worry spot? No, it's a nice rebound spot for Tennessee because their pride was wounded, but a game that I've got circled In the early window, LeVar, the Arizona Cardinals on the road facing the New York football giants. Surging New York football giants. Right, winning football. Wayne Gallman, Alfred Morris, the backs. The defense has played really well, and they've clearly bought into what seemed to be a bunch of just weird anti-2020 coaching style by Joe Judge. And here they are a top, tied for atop the division against an Arizona team that comes in slumping with a lot of questions about Kyler Murray and his health.
7: Well, when I look at this game, I look at a, a Giants team that just had a big win against the Seahawks and are finally getting their sea legs underneath them. You know, you go out to sea, you're still learning about one another, how things work, how you like for them to be. The realities versus the you know versus the perceptions it's just you know i i mean you look at what judges was he was he being overzealous during training camp by doing some of the things that he did he main he remained true you know to to what he was trying to do culturally speaking and it looks like it's paying dividends. Like it looks like, you know, you got a tough, hard-nosed defense that is very stingy and, and it allows for this offense to operate in a way where it doesn't have so much pressure on them to have to carry the load of winning a game. So it, that's a that's a pretty good, good combination that they're, they've created in, uh, in in New York right now. But looking at Arizona – Um, Arizona is one of those teams right now where you're sitting there and you're saying, I thought you were transitioning into being, um, more of a bully on the block, but, but it's actually, you're kind of, you're selective, you're a selective bully. You you know, there's not a consistency and there's not an established, um, way that I thought they were about to kind of achieve, but nonetheless, I think it's a it's an intriguing matchup. You'll be able to see a great young talent in Kyler Murray um, and he's going to go up against a defense that is improving by the week and that's going to be fun to watch. Um, and and listen the the offense for the Giants is is playing efficiently enough um, to get to where they're going. Daniel uh, Jones is going to be back um, at some point here. I mean, they're, the stage is set for them to make a run for the playoffs. So this is going to be a hard-fought game, and it's really, you know, to me, it's a statement game for both teams, which is going to make it an even better team, uh, better game that you're going to watch.
5: Winners of five of their last seven, four in a row. Uh, Cardinals this week, then home against the Browns on the road at the Ravens, and then finish up the regular season uh, with a home date against the Dallas Cowboys. So – well, we look at the schedule to come, not exactly a bunch of lightweights, right? Those two AFC North opponents for the Giants certainly do pose some problems. With Arizona, we watched Kyler Murray, the success of the first half of the season predicated a lot on his legs. Last three weeks, teams just absolutely taking that away from them. When you look at what Seattle and the Rams, and certainly we know what the Patriots can do defensively, even last night against the Rams, a lot of yardage, but they were stingy. Only 17 points that can be counted against the defense. And if you only give up 17 points, now granted, you can't give up the pick six. But when you give up 17 points, you should be able to win a game. Oh, yeah, you scored three. Anyway, we'll we'll leave Cam Newton alone for now. Hmm. Uh, but for, for Kyler Murray, he gets Larry Fitzgerald back. He was on the COVID list. It broke a lot of active game streaks and catch streaks and all of these things uh, for the 37-year-old future Hall of Famer. 43 catches on the year, but having him on the field, how much of a difference does that make for a young quarterback?
7: When you have Larry Fitzgerald?
5: Well, at this stage of what Larry Fitzgerald is, I guess.
7: You you have a coach. You you know, he's one of the classiest, and everybody knows this, he's one of the classiest, most upstanding um, players to have ever played the game. I mean, what an amazing ambassador of, of our sport and our game you know you can't say enough great things about larry fitzgerald and at the very least i could care less about his talent level at this point i care about him being that that role model to the next group of guys that are coming through sure and and so someone like kyler murray you know has the opportunity to to take a a, a notepad and take notes on how to do it the right way um, at a high level and and hopefully for a sustained amount of time so you know there that's invaluable to have a guy like like Larry Fitzgerald in your camp where you know he's he's one of those guys he's definitely willing to give of himself um, to his teammates and the fact that he's just so aware of and, and just su- such such a, a brilliant young man. It's it's uh you know I'm I'm just happy to even have the ability to speak on him from knowing who he is. Not just you know not just uh, uh outside observation. Like I've I've watched him for a very long time. Interesting story. Um, a kid that goes all the way back to grade school with my you know the same grade school as my mom that I've known since he was a kid was Rod Rutherford. Rod Rutherford was the quarterback at Pitt and was Larry Fitzgerald's quarterback in college so I I followed Rod's career very closely and got a great glimpse of Larry Fitzgerald as as a college player playing in Pittsburgh so then had the pleasure of meeting him a few times and interviewing him quite quite a few more times. And he's just always been a, a very, very astute uh, student of how he, he c- conducts and carries himself. And for that, I mean, for DeAndre, for... Isaiah Simmons, for you name it, any of the guys that are on that team stand to benefit tremendously from, from an example of a man that, that Larry Fitzgerald is.
5: Yeah, I don't know that I, I've known anybody in this era held in a higher regard by teammates and opponents and just people that have been around him. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald, that uh, that legend uh, lives on. Uh, one of the things he mentioned during this battle with uh, while on the COVID list was that it you know made him reevaluate some stuff, and he went back and looked at his will, and all mm-hmm. of those kind of things, right? That's how you know the mind starts to work, and and you're thinking about the the other side of things. So uh, good to get him back on the field uh, to wrap this year up. Maybe gives them a, a little bit of a spark, both as the the veteran leader, and maybe to pick up some key first downs, right? Keep the chains moving instead of having to worry about the big play all the time, which is sometimes bogged down that Arizona offense as well. He's LeVar Arrington. I'm Mike Garman, and this is Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Garman coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on your car insurance with Geico, so go to geico.com, get yourself a free rate quote. Coming up next, we've got our buddy Todd Furman from Las Vegas. We're going to talk All things Fox Bet Live, the prop bets, the fun and excitement. Because, I mean, there's got to be a Taysom Hill versus Jalen Hurts prop for most rushing yards, right? I mean, Mm. plenty of that uh, to roll through. So uh, he's coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
2: Winter's coming. Here in LA, that means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. All season tires, all weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com and use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. They're shipped fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas. Have you heard about this? They'll bring new tires to you at home or work and install them on site. It is a game changer. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Kumo test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com
5: Greetings. Welcome back in Fox Sports Radio. Mike Harmon alongside the All American LeVar Arrington, my guy. Uh, You'll catch him tomorrow up on game alongside Plaxico Burris and TJ Huchmanzada. Saturday or Sunday morning, I should say, 6 to 8 Pacific. He and I back with you, previewing all of the day's games in the National Football League, getting you set for week 14. And. To that point, we do a lot of the prognostications. Uh, I'm on the 1-900-lose-my-ass uh, challenge. Uh, most weeks better than than not, Lavar Last week, a losing week. Unfortunately, one of the, uh, the few. Uh, six and nine uh, finale for me there. Uh, too bad. Uh, a couple of close losses. But we're already off to another five miles on the treadmill because, well, uh, I was wishing, wanting, hoping for chaos with New England winning a game. It's where you let your heart get in over logic sometimes, of wanting to see something as a sports talk radio host versus recognizing what uh, the reality re- reality of it should be.
7: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, when when you look at, at at what's taking place, somebody just called me in the middle of this segment and totally threw off my my thought process. Um, but but yeah, Mike, I, you know, I'm I'm looking at how. How we approach the games? We are talking about the games this weekend, right? I'm just making sure I didn't yeah, mess no, up. When I
5: no, no, we'll get right back. Um, you know, same formula, man. The road, the road, the road cha- doesn't change until we get to the playoffs. Then we get to expand. You know, um, you get that full breath in, like you're in the middle of a yoga class.
7: Expand for, those lungs. Thank you for resetting me. And and yes, you're right. And in terms of, you know, just right now, you you got to be looking at. What teams are are improving at a rapid at a rapid pace, and and what teams are are kind of just making it along? You know, it, you're, we're to the point in the season. I mean, obviously, teams have been uh, already eliminated from the playoff run, and it'll be interesting to see some of the teams that are like on the cusp of not being able to make the the cut but also on the cusp of being able to make it into the playoffs like the the win would, which was crazy that you called it but the win against the Steelers um with Washington gave new life to this team uh the 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 New York Giants going in and beating the Seattle Seahawks which seemed like an improbable um improbable challenge for the the New York Giants right now so you look at a team like that like those two teams like who would have said at the beginning of the year or even after the first few weeks that the New York Giants and the Washington football football team are actually looking pretty good and one of these teams could emerge as uh, a competitive team going into the playoff run I mean I don't think anybody would have been able to to kind of call that and project that so no
5: what someone's got to win the division and we've watched philadelphia win. implode but, what does but, it mean go ahead real quick but, we got well, todd waiting so yeah, go ahead i'm
7: sorry yeah let's get let's get to todd let's get to todd why don't we get to let's, todd we'll finish to todd. finish that thought let's on to the to nfc
5: east and all of that fun Todd Furman, our man, Fox Bet Live, the Bet the Board podcast at BetTheBoardPod, at Todd Furman on Twitter, joins us each and every Friday. You heard a little bit of that conversation, Todd. What does it do for the odds in the NFC? Any uh, change or potential chaos by the NFC East teams showing a little bit of life here?
6: Well, I think the simple fact that we were talking about how bad the division was for an extended period of time this season, and suddenly if both the Giants and Washington football team happen to win out, there's a possibility that the NFC East could have two teams into the postseason. (laughs) But when you look at the New York Giants When they were 0-5, 40-1 was the going rate for them to win the division. And you look at their current form right now amidst this winning streak, they're three points away from being on an eight-game winning streak at this point. If you talk about the one-point loss at Philadelphia, the overturned interference and the two-point conversion against Tampa. So full marks to Joe Judge for getting this team to believe in themselves. And Ron Rivera, no slouch either, Uh, turning to Alex Smith. We knew how good that defense was, and the offense is just doing enough to keep them very much in the thick of things.
7: Todd, we continue to hear how unbeatable uh, Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid-led Kansas City Chiefs are. Uh, is that reflective in, in the odds makers in terms of winning the Super Bowl? Like, is, it, is it like just a foregone conclusion that isn't a good bet at this point?
6: There's no doubt you're not going to get any value if you want to bet Kansas City to win their second straight Lombardi trophy. The price right now at FanDuel is a shade better than 2-1, to one. and you talk about how good this team has been, Lavar. obviously we know about all the headliners on offense, but I'll make the case that they're not nearly as complete this year as the addition we saw a season ago, whether it's their inability to consistently protect Patrick Mahomes, who still exceeds expectations when he's under pressure, or the fact that the ground game hasn't looked quite as dynamic, even with Clyde edwards A'Laire went healthy, uh, as it did last season. Defensively, let's see if they continue to gel. We know they're not going to be stout against the run, but I think that secondary is a little bit better than advertised. You have to have a certain formula, a blueprint, so to speak, if you're going to beat Kansas City. And right now I'm not sure there's any teams in the AFC that can run the ball well enough and defend to really put them on their heels ultimately before they got down to Tampa and most likely would be on a collision course with a healthy Saints team. All right,
5: two big matchups that stand out. First, we'll we'll start with the Sunday night football game. Pittsburgh coming off the loss to Washington. Buffalo. Everybody's starting to get on board uh, my Josh Allen bandwagon that I started a year ago, Todd. Uh, but this one right now sitting at Buffalo either one or two point favorite uh, at home. Pittsburgh. Are, are people backing off because you know all that talk of being the worst? undefeated team
6: in history now are they the worst one lost team in history Well, I think the bloom is officially off the rose as it pertains to the Steelers. They've been flirting with disaster over the last couple of weeks, and it finally caught up to them against Washington on Monday. And that's part of the reason you've seen this number flip from Pittsburgh, a one, one one-and-a-half-point favorite, to Buffalo, a two-point chalk. That's general public betters backing Buffalo in this primetime spot, uh, along with professionals that think there's a little bit of value. I'll be stunned if this number got out to a full three. The big concern, though, for the Steelers is all the defensive injuries that continue to mount. We know Joe Hayden's going to miss the game. Uh, as he won't clear concussion protocol. Vince Williams, Robert Spillane, Devin Bush, Bud Dupree, the list goes on and on, and you can only withstand so many injuries to impact players on that side of the ball, knowing that Pittsburgh's been one-dimensional offensively. We can say what we want about the drops and how deep their receiving core is, but when you can only amass 21 yards on the ground in a football game, not exactly a ring endorsement when you have a 38-year-old quarterback who's been throwing 50 times. It'll be interesting to see how they bounce back, though. They've typically been a great underdog, and for the first time in a while buffalo has a legitimate target right on their back
7: that's great stuff talk to me about the ravens browns game how how should how should bet makers and odds odds uh, makers be be looking at approaching approaching that okay. game
6: for pretty crazy when we look at this matchup if you'd have told me after watching Baltimore obliterate Cleveland week one that one of these two teams would be firmly on the inside of the playoff picture controlling its own destiny and the other would need to win out to get in you figured that oh Baltimore's been playing great football Cleveland meanwhile fortunate to be 7-5 and five. not quite the case obviously but this number speaks volumes and there's a reason this game opened at Pickham and Baltimore's been bet into the role of favorite Cleveland pretty fortunate last week that Tennessee couldn't supply a pass rush Uh, but Baker Mayfield was outstanding did exactly what Kevin Stefanski asked of him uh, completed balls to his talented receivers and they were able to run the ball effectively but this a little bit of a different animal he'll be under pressure from start to finish and when you look at Baker's career numbers in five games against the Ravens defensively a completion percentage below 60 eight touchdowns to seven picks I think you're going to see a desperate Ravens team in prime time and a little bit of a different role reversal for Cleveland I like Baltimore to get the win here Hmm. All
5: right, is there is there any game here that that just stands out where the the odds uh, and, and the line just look kind of off to you? Because I'm, I'm looking at a, a couple. You know, we talk about the the Giants in Arizona, or say Tampa Bay six and a half point with Minnesota surging. Do th- those seem out out of sorts at all, given the struggles of Tampa Bay's defense the couple of weeks before the bye.
6: Well, I think this number is relatively fair. When you look at Tampa, they've been a tough team for oddsmakers to kind of power rate over the last couple of weeks. But when you consider who they had to play before they went into the bye week, the Rams and Kansas City Chiefs can do things both on the offensive and defensive side that I don't think Minnesota can come close to replicating. Now, am I running to lay six and a half with Tampa here until I see their offense perform at a slightly higher level? Probably not, uh, but I do look at this total and think there's some opportunity to go over because the Minnesota Vikings, they're not going to be able to run the ball with Dalvin Cook in this defensive front, but I do think they'll have some success throwing against an overrated Tampa secondary, look for the Bucs to be healthier offensively, and we could really see some points. Now, I think the game that will surprise some folks, and we've already seen money coming on the underdog, You know, who in their right mind really wants to back the Chargers in the wake of that 45-0 debacle last week against the Patriots? Same Patriots team we saw that couldn't throw the forward pass or even run the ball against the Rams. Atlanta, meanwhile, you wonder what they have left in the tank after the emotional loss to the Saints. I think if the Chargers have any pride and they still believe in their head coach, you'll see it on full display. It's rare to be able to get a team as a home underdog after a 40-point loss. All about the bounce back here. I think the Chargers get the big win.
5: Professional pride. That's what we're talking about the final month, and you're putting your, your money trying to predict where it's at, Todd. I think it's that interesting time of year,
6: isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's always about power numbers being one part of the equation and also trying to figure out which teams are looking to accomplish something, uh, which of these teams are still going out there fighting week in, week out. And I think the perfect illustration of that is the Jaguars. Despite being 1-11, uh, this team is 4-1 against the number its last five games, and it's because they're showing fight. They don't get respect in the betting market, but these guys are playing for their jobs. And despite being undermanned uh, and far from the most talented team, uh, that doesn't take away from what we saw two weeks ago against Cleveland last weekend in the tough loss against Minnesota. Not sure I'd be running to bet them here against the Titans, given how poorly Tennessee performed, but you get a home underdog catching more than a touchdown with nothing to lose. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the Jags find a way to hang around yet again.
5: As always, Friday nights is time for Todd Furman. At Todd Furman on Twitter, you find him all week long. One of your lead... Well, they put it as an actor. I say your top analyst uh, keeping things on the, in between the rails there uh, on Fox... Bet Live, Fox Sports One. Yeah, check that out every afternoon. And of course, the Bet the Board podcast at Bet the Board Pod. Todd's on Instagram on Sunday mornings. He's everywhere. Follow him for all of his pursuits. We appreciate Thanks, the insight Todd. as always, brother. Always a pleasure, gents. Enjoy the games right. this weekend. You're the Thank best. You Take care. That's my guy. We go back a long, long ways, Lavar. I could dig we it. We were wee pups in this biz together, let me tell you.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
2: Winter's coming. Here in L.A., that means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. it is a game changer. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Kumo test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com,
0: the way tire buying should be. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long.
5: LeVar Arrington alongside me. I'm Mike Harmon. Uh, we're yes, having sir. some fun with you. Jason Smith off tonight. Jason will also be off Monday night, so that means more Lavar hanging All out with right. me as we uh, will be breaking down that Ravens and Cleveland game live. and in living Cleveland! Color. Cleveland! Well, w- that's Alex's favorite, so he will hit that 37 times on Monday night. Cleveland!
3: <laughs> yes, sir, Brownies!
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. We'll see if they put forth a better effort uh, than they did uh, the first time these two teams met. Remember when Juice. Cleveland was wiped all over the the mat uh by the Ravens and they'd been done as they'd been done by the Steelers very early in the season as well but a much different Cleveland team as we roll now uh, one of the games that we haven't really done a lot of spotlight we'll talk about it Sunday uh why because it's on the schedule is Houston is visiting Chicago yes my beloved hometown Bears. And J.J. Watt being asked, hey, you excited to be back and playing in Chicago at Soldier Field? It didn't take long before he got into, well, gastronomy. I can't wait to get there. Yeah, because I got to go get some Portillo's. And I got to go find some Lou Malnati's. Lou Malnati's the pizza. Uh, they're part of a, a frozen, uh, flash frozen right on dry ice thing that you can have shipped to you. Uh, and Portillo's hot dogs. We actually have one down the road from us here in Southern California. Really? Of ours. So at some point, uh, down, we by, gotta uh, go. down by Knots, I'll have to take you and introduce you go. to it. It's a beautiful, yes. beautiful place. But when you were on the road in the National Football League, was there a city you looked most forward to going to?
7: Oh, uh, Pittsburgh.
5: Was it was it going back home?
7: Yeah, and I knew where to go eat, and they knew who I was when I went, and it was comfortable, and it was a whole lot of fun, and you got to see your family. I mean, heck, might have not even went out to eat at a restaurant, and you go to your grandmom's house, you know, so – yeah, that's Pittsburgh was always the, the best to go home to.
5: Well, I get a little bit of home home cooking. There's no question about it. Yeah, I, I started reading up because he went through a whole litany of Chicago joints, and it was okay. just like, oh, back home. Uh, so for a moment, I felt like kindred spirit to JJ Watt. There you go. And it's funny. I brought this up to my daughters earlier. It's like, oh, the guys from the uh, sandwich commercial.
7: <laughs> right.
5: And I started explaining the family having, you know, the, the three guys and like, wait a and minute, the, what? <laughs> and the other
7: brother has emerged as the bigger superstar. Yeah, he's a beast. Yeah, yeah, he has
5: taken over JJ at this point in the career. The injuries. Uh, the loss of Roby here, I think, is the one that you circle when you get to this game. He and Will Fuller, obviously the suspensions, but that means Mitchell Trubisky should have a little more success finding Allen Robinson, and maybe Allen Robinson will get that first down they need this time we'll see how you like that a week 13 callback uh throw in shade for one of the more curious sequences we've seen in recent memory uh and then the fourth down stuff straight into the middle of the line just bad bad football
7: well we know if somebody's going to know you will
5: thanks buddy i appreciate as, as
7: it applies to the beers of course
5: <laughs> well i, I was going to say to you and know Portoli's. the sporting world and well yeah uh, the portillo's dogs portillo's. and beef and beef sandwiches let me tell you uh, yeah. Don't get your uh, Italian beef. Get, get it dipped with some jardinera, and away you go. And uh, now I'm you hungry, know, and I'm gonna get. Go I find got a shout
7: out. I got a shout out. Ben's chili bowl. There uh, you if go. We're talking because you know what? That is that was my spot. Was Ben's? There you and, have it. And if you know about Ben's chili bowl, you go. Well, if you're DC, you know about Ben's chili bowl.
5: That's well, I think we'll have to do a deep dive and have to do a road trip and a whole uh, introduction. We're gonna bit. do it? We're going to do so it. I, yeah, there's a lot of things on the map for Lavar and I. Yeah. Like we might just do a road trip uh, with cameras on our head like we're Al Franken back in the Saturday Night Live day. We should uh, do it. There you go. He's Lavar Arrington. I'm Mike Harmon. This is Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen Brought to you by Lowe's. Hey, your crew's worked hard this year, so why not show your appreciation with a gift from Lowe's? Choose from brands like DeWalt. Metabo, HPT, Yeti, and so many more. While you're at it, get something for yourself too. Shop in store at lowsforpros.com while supplies last, US only. Coming up, as we do every Friday night, we've got our upset picks of the week and one of the greatest Jerry Jones quotes of all time. And no, Jason Smith's not here to mock his tone. That's next uh-huh. on Fox.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
5: Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Jason's out tonight. You get the freestyling of LeVar Arrington the all-american with uh-huh. me here on the radio. Uh you want to hear why this is part of Alex's rotation? Tell me. From be, one be, of a- prepared to be uh, yelled at. All right, so that is from uh, one of our first shows long, long, long ago. Oh, nice. Harmon oh, had oh, wait, a little oh, trouble. Oh, tro- oh, had a little trouble getting the words out to Alex one more time. Be, be, be prepared to be uh, yelled at. Oh. So now uh Porky Pig. Oh, but it, but it, and you but know but it, you know Look, there's nothing wrong with going porky-pigging around the house. That's all I can say. So, you have that rolling through you as well. Ponder that one for a moment, if you will. Uh, uh, All
3: right,
5: it's time to get back into the games of week 14. Enough grab-ass. Let's make people some money. Uh it's time for our upsets. There can never be enough of that. No, ev- hey, we're trying to get it to where everybody's got,
7: everybody
5: has got themselves a nice big be- bed of cash, like Huel in Breaking Bad, to lay down on. All, All right. right. So we look at the slate for this week, and we've we've already called out a couple of games that I think are ripe for at least getting you into the house, if not an outright upset. We talked about Kansas City, Miami. Yep, that's Miami alert. plus seven. That's an upset alert. There's one that I think stands out for me. Aren't we going to uh, do this Sunday? Well, we will, but okay. you know the audience uh, changes. I may change my mind. You just might, but the audience changes between now and Sunday morning. Just
7: to see if they was listening.
5: There you go. Sometimes Church you it. have to do that. Do you, you have any on the slate that stand out for you other than that one? Yeah, man. Hit I, me think with the,
7: one. I think the Ravens. No, <laughs> will we'll upset the Browns. I think the Bills will upset the Steelers.
5: There you go. See, that's a three. Just rapid fire. I'm going to go a little deeper. I'm going to give you uh, the Detroit Lions at home, plus eight and a half. Oh. They may not win the game outright, but I think Matthew Stafford, Jones and company. Hey, it's fun again. Isn't that what Adrian Peterson told us? Ha! <laughs>
7: Let's see what he says if they lose. Well,
5: though. there might be something to say to be about that. All right, the upset specials—we uh, push those aside. Lavar and I go through the full slate, including a lot of the particulars and fantasy heroes and zeros that you need to know about. But earlier on, we talked about Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys and their need to make some changes. And one of the things Jerry Jones talked about was just his love of winning and what it is all about as related to securing one of those Lombardi trophies. Most uh, important
3: thing oh, there we go. is that you don't get a chance when you don't do it right to touch that Lombardi trophy. Do y'all have any idea how much I'd write a check for if I knew for sure I could get that Lombardi trophy? Wow.
5: How do you like that? Now, that is that is ownership. I mean, that's what and you want your guy to Dak say, too, right?
7: Dak sent somewhere like, well, I mean, hello.
5: Yeah, he's hoping he's that guy that gets that big novelty check now.
7: <laughs> like, you pay anything. I mean, w- what's up? I'm just well, over here getting a little rehab But in, that's ready, the question. Is, ready is Dak season. the guy? I don't believe so.
5: I don't think he's the guy either <laughs> to get you to, to the promised land, even with all those pieces. Because you saw it. No shade,
7: just really No, a good no quarterback.
5: Cat. Is he yeah. a great quarterback? I think that's the the question. Well, he
7: hasn't proven. He has potential to be. But he still is yet to prove greatness.
5: Trying to get over and, and make that gap because even with the numbers that you put up, we watched it last year. A lot of the best garbage games went time. against bad teams, right? Bumslaying, and then this year it was a lot of garbage time. Yeah, and part well, of that been a is lot because of garbage
7: time in the past too, though.
5: Yeah, but it, it's also just the function of as much as you like what the overall stats say, you got to look at where they're earned, right? Yeah, and man. and certainly for this year. You didn't produce in the first half of games, which meant dramatic comebacks, to pad some stats. No, good man. times. All right, Lavar yeah. and I will be back at it Sunday morning with you. All right. 6 to 8 a.m. Pacific oh, time, no. and then he'll be in for Jason Smith again Not the on unicorn Monday. music. No. There it is. Dance it away. Oh,
3: my goodness.
5: Twist your night away. Jonas the Knox uniform. coming up next here across the vast Fox ooh, Sports Radio ooh, Network. Be good, ooh. people.
3: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.